mm-hmm. but I think that equally important, and I think that has probably been a bigger component in my life personally is what you jump out of, you know, and, and that can sometimes I think be a lot scarier than jumping into something. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Greg. And as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Well, hello there, friends. Thank you again for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness. I want to say a quick hello to people in all the 42 countries who uh, have listened. This is really exciting. So cheers to you. Uh, and I'm super excited because today we have a very good friend of mine, a real estate idealist is back again because she's awesome. We are just going to talk a little bit about stuff which we'll get into when we talk, start talking about it, talk starting about it. Use your words. Um, but all right, so here we go. The If you listen to last week's episode, I talked about sort of my experience with letting go of rigid structure to my degree, letting of rigid structured. Here's the goal. I work in an office. This is the box I fit in. Um, to hey, wow, complete career change, a lot of life experiences, personal growth, but it looks different. And I thought it'd be awesome to bring realist idealist on to talk about kind of a combination of like manifesting things you're working towards and flow state and going with the flow. Uh, yeah. Some, some thoughts on how we balance, this is what I'm moving toward, but hey, this thing came up, which could be just as cool. Um, yeah. And uh, to start, uh, I wonder if you could share a little bit of your recollection about that weekend, 4th of July, when uh, we were going to go climb some mountains in Colorado. And uh, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. I, so what I remember that weekend is that um, I actually don't remember what we were going to climb. But I don't either. <laughs> yeah. That's how unimportant it is, is that I have no, see, we don't remember what we missed out on. I think that's like a really good sign. Um, so, but yeah, we were going to climb a mountain and I honestly don't even really remember exactly why we decided not to, but I know that we ended up pivoting, um, about, you know, 180 degrees and going to Mm -hmm. Moab on 4th of July, because that's what everyone does, uh, obviously, um, which (laughs) (laughs) does not seem like a really good idea on paper. Um, and I don't even know where that idea came from. Um, so I think kind of the whole thing was really just sort of a a real go with the flow moment. Um, like you had one plan, that plan, wasn't going to work out or just didn't feel good knowing you and I, it might just not have felt good. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I we would, I'm... we would pivot for that reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think something was on fire. Something might've been on yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. That's very plausible. Something like that. But anyways, yes, continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we just, we just didn't do that. And then, um, 
And then Moab came up as a possibility of something to do, um, which, you know, is not really the popular time to be in Moab, which is probably why it was so nice there. Um, you know, but generally Moab, you know, their popular season is a little bit cooler times, um, than 4th of July, but there we were. Um, and it was a really good trip that as I recall, really wasn't planned out in terms of, we really didn't have a campsite. Um, we really didn't have any idea of what we were going to actually do in Moab. Um, you know, that, that wasn't really our trip. So that was just kind of a, a wing it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't remember the mountains. Uh, I'm just going to put a link to 14ers.com. They're awesome. You can check out Colorado 14ers. Uh, and yeah, going from, okay, we were going to go here to Moab. Maybe I had been out in Moab recently. I don't even remember. Um, but yeah, it's hot as the face of the sun about that time of the year. It cools down to like 90 overnight. And uh, we had we had no campsite, no real idea what we were going to do. I'm like, hey, there's hiking out there. It'd be cool to go check it out and we can camp by the river. Um, and we ended up doing all of those things. And a whole bunch of other really cool experiences happened as well that I thought it was cool to not have a plan and not even like leave it completely open to what could have happened because of all the things that happened, none of them were in my realm of possibility for this is what we're doing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, um, don't get me wrong. I plan a lot of things. Uh, and I know you do too. I, I think, you know, I have nothing wrong with, with planning. Um, but I do think it is a very different experience to, to not plan. Um, because when we plan, uh, we obviously are going in like a clear direction. Um, I mean, even if plans fall apart, you know, you're kind of going from point A to point B, um, and you might get derailed, but you're going to get derailed from that path. Um, whereas if you're just kind of like hanging out in Moab, seeing what's going to happen, um, you know, then I think there's just a lot less direction to that. Um, and it just allows for different things to happen. It's a different experience than when you have these nice structured trips where you can fit a lot in and everything's just um, meticulously efficient yeah yeah this morning is this up at this time here 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 go 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 this national park tomorrow we drive here the next day we drive here the next day we drive here there is a value to that and that's how some people operate and that's awesome and there's times where i've done it and there's just as much to huh let's see let's go to the visitor center they have ac and uh oh hey that's cool hey use bookstore let's go there oh hey random coincidence and now we're out hiking here where like nobody goes two people a year get told that (laughs) uh hey look at the sunset hey here's this guy yeah it's how do you even like try and and share that or put that into words or context of you know kind of the very structured tour you know 57 passenger bus tour compared to uh we'll wing it and and go (laughs) right um but also like to take that back out into you know our life and how like that juxtaposition I think is really cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the thing that sort of, um, that you reminded me of when you were just kind of describing the timeline or lack thereof is that (laughs) in that trip, our, our goals were really short. You know, it really was like, let's find a visitor center 
okay, that's, <laughs> that's the next thing we're doing. Um, or let's get coffee. Okay. That's what yeah. we're going to do. Um, and, and so they were, they were these like really short, tiny, like minuscule, very in the grand scheme of things, unimportant points of references. Um, and we did not care if we didn't know it was happening after that point of reference. And I think that can be taken into a broader understanding of how to navigate life um, that we really, I think there's a tendency to want to navigate life more like the scheduled plan vacation uh, where, you know, doing this in the morning and that in the afternoon and this in the evening. And, um, you know, because I think there's a lot of certainty in that. Um, I think it feels responsible. You know, it's like we've, you know, dotted all our I's and crossed all our T's and, and we did all the right things and we're, we're, we've planned and, um, you know, we've mitigated risk and, and all of this stuff. Um, but I think that you can definitely live life the other way of, you know, I'm just going to find the visitor center now, um, whatever that would mean in life. So, um, I just need to go to this place um, or be at this place, or I just need to make contact with this certain person, or I just need to look into a certain program or class or attend one or something like that um, and not worry about necessarily what's happening after that. Um, I think that at least my understanding or my experience of more of a, a flow state has been working in a little bit shorter units of time than if I'm not in a flow state, if I'm in that sort of really brainy, meticulous, like planning mode. Yes. Yes. I know what you mean. That, yeah, that, that all makes sense. And how do you, and I guess there's like different, what was it, contexts or I was trying to avoid saying time, but different times in which one or the other strategy might be useful or less useful. It's also curious or neat to see when you're tra say traveling with someone or working with someone or, you know, talking to family at a 4th of July barbecue, the different ways that people approach things, you know, uh, sure. what am I, what am I trying to say? Yeah. Like me sharing kind of what's going on in life, you know, with somebody, at a barbecue and then seeing people like kind of not comprehend that this is currently what I'm doing with life or how it's unfolding versus the like, go to, go to college for four years, get engineering college, get an engineering degree, do this, 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 um, it's just, it's different. So. So like you're not meeting yeah. their expectations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then just seeing like people's, you know, frustration or incomprehension. Is that a word? It's a word now. Um, it is. Um, at like how could I, or like I could never possibly operate that way. And it's like, oh, okay, that's neat. I mean, it's not everything I do, but or someone does, but it's different. And but it also lead can lead to more opportunity in that flexibility aspect. You know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'll also say like you know, when you talk about like, I'm jumping, I feel like when you first pose this topic that I immediately kind of went to like the affirmative, like, what do we jump into? 
mm-hmm. but I think that equally important, and I think that has probably been a bigger component in my life personally is what you jump out of, you know, and, and that can sometimes I think be a lot scarier than jumping into something. Um, I mean, jumping into something is jumping into something. Uh, whereas jumping out of something, I think sometimes you don't know what's going to catch you on the other side. And that can be a different kind of still can be flow, uh, but might be a little bit more anxiety provoking. I I find like in the people that I've met that I've come across that as being the bigger difficulty. And uh, I know we've talked about this before, but I have a Mm -hmm. philosophy, (laughs) not a philosophy, I guess it's a belief system (laughs) that you can either listen the first time or the second time or the third time, but eventually the universe will make it happen and you might not like how it gets you out of something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See if you want to listen yes. earlier on. <laughs> you yes. know, otherwise it's like, oh look, that opportunity is now indefinitely closed. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay, thank you. Um could have done that two years ago, but now uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um so yes. uh, but I find that that those things I think um tend to trap people and have definitely trapped me um more than going for something um because at least that's something we can see and conceptualize and you know plan for or get excited about but sort of that unknown piece i think is really uncomfortable yeah for sure and not like the unknown the unknown piece and the letting go piece as well and there's like multiple contexts that that could go with like happening in my head right now, but to see all the different ways it is, you're right. It is a lot easier to have something to look forward to than letting go of something, you know, you have the comfort, the familiarity, you know, part of the routine, et cetera, et cetera, whether it's a house, a person, a car, a job, uh, a location you live in vacation destination. That's really good. I hadn't thought of that, but I like that a lot. Good call. Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what what would be some of the things that you've jumped out of compared to jumping into? Well, I think the most obvious one for me is uh, my career that I jumped out of and then back into. Um, Okay. (laughs) I jumped in and out of. Yeah. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, I did jump out of my first career um, sans plan whatsoever. (laughs) I mean, it was, uh, you know, I was miserable. And so I just knew that I was not going to return to my job. Um, And, and I didn't. Um, And that was um, cool. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was, it was interesting. Um, It was scary. It was exciting. Um, I did eventually go back to that career, but I still found that even in the return to it, that I really think that was kind of a, um, an intuitive kind of destiny, I guess. I don't know if I want to use the word destiny, but I think there was some intuition in it on my behalf. Cause I think that career actually put me in the perfect spot that I needed to be in for the shenanigans of the last couple of years. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so, um, you know, even though when I kind of jumped back into that career choice, I was a little, 
I was excited to do it and it felt good and that's why I did it. Um, you know, but I think there was still this sort of like mental part of me that's like, mm, like I already left this once, um, you know, do I really want to go back? Um, but that was more of like, I shouldn't want to, um, or, um, feelings of like failure coming up, um, you know, or, you know, I should have done something different with this time that I, you know, was between my same career, <laughs> um, you know, in that hiatus, I should have done something different. So, I mean, I think it, it brought up a lot of like, you know, really heady brainy things, um, that I impose on myself. Uh, but I think the choice to go back was absolutely the right one. Um, that really was inspired and, um, felt intuitively and felt very good. Um, and so now I'm kind of in that same place yet again of like, cool, we did that. I think we were in the right place at the right time. I really do believe that. Um, but it might not be the right place anymore. And I think that's, kind of a constant assessment. Um, if you're wanting to live in more of a flow state is, you know, is this where you need to be right now? And if not, what are you going to do about it? Um, is there something to go to, or is it something you just need to jump out of? I like that a lot. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. As I think about the moves you've made specifically, how perfectly it's unfolded or well yeah i guess everything is perfect but how it, how that's unfolded for all the other it things going on perfect but yeah it wasn't one of those like <laughs> it wasn't one of those i'm sure there's perfection in this mess yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that'd be more my thing over that, that time period but that's okay there's perfection now exactly it's pretty awesome um, yeah yeah and no, no, that's just some, some great ideas too like being while well, you're assessing yourself in that flow state the the jumping yeah i'm still drawn back to like the jumping in jumping out of but that is really perfect for like everything oh gosh i'm totally going to use this i'm using this tomorrow i'm using this when i talk to people later tonight too <laughs> do i want ice cream no <laughs> oh my gosh wow and and in terms of of navigating that flow state, um, how how have you structured some of the what people would call like bigger goals in life, or maybe milestones in life? You know, like owning a home or you know, building towards retirement or or something like that. Um, yeah, because I, I know that there. Well, this is a challenging question to ask because I know other things going on. Um, looking forward the things you'd like to jump out of and then jump into how i guess how has that changed as as you've grown with this recent uh going back into that career yeah i mean i don't know if this answers your question um so redirect mm -hmm. me if it doesn't um sure. but i think like you know one of the one of the things that has been so fun about going back into a career is that there's so little anxiety in it for me because i've already left 
<laughs> so it's like, I've already, ah. I've already done that part. Um, you know, and I know I can leave again. Um, whereas the first time it was kind of like, Oh my gosh, I made this career choice and you should do it for 30 years and retire. Yeah. And you know, there's these, these expectations that you, well, that I put on myself anyway, I think people tend to put on themselves and definitely it's communicated elsewhere. Um, and while this is going to be really hard to change, um, but since I've already left it, I think sort of the, the jumping back in has really kind of been like, I will jump back in. Um, but I'm doing this on my terms. There are things that I'm going to put up with and there's things that I'm not, I think it's given me a lot more objective, um, outlook, you know, so that I can kind of understand like, this is my role, you know, within this entity. And this is, these are the things I can do. And these are the things I really can't fix or don't want to fix or aren't worth my time, um, you know, getting really anxious about or upset about or angry about or frustrated about because they're just not my things. Um, these other things are, and these are the things that are really my job and why I'm here. And I can focus on those until the day I can't, and then I will leave. So I think it's given me a lot more confidence to create the boundaries and the spaces that I need. Um, than I ever had the first time. Does that at all answer your question? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. And that's totally, totally cliche. And <laughs> but yes, yes, because that that that's yeah, yes, that's great. It's 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 clarified a lot because I'm kind of envisioning my journey over the past. Well, I am envisioning my journey over the past same time period, but also listeners out there who might be going through something similar with a career, with a relationship, uh, with a job offer, with a relocation. Yeah. How, how one might navigate that. So that's perfect because being able to say it's like lose, it's like dropping an attachment or the, the belief system you had versus the belief system you have around with the work example the concept of work or the structure of work and how that changes and shifts with time how how things get easier or harder perhaps or when you realize hey wow this is what i'll do this is what i won't do wow perhaps leaving that career wasn't in the the realm of possibility four years ago arbitrary arbitrarily four years ago and then two years ago oh wow hey i'm out and then two years later hey jump back in you know right yeah i mean i think it's i think we we learn more about ourselves every move that we make like that and i think for i think there's a lot i'll just say maybe i was gonna say there's more growth in it but i don't know if i like the comparison i think there's a lot of growth mm -hmm. and being committed and stable and i think that's hard too um but i think there's there is growth and um sort of these shifts and these transitions and i think i'd like to think we get better at them i don't know if they exactly get like easier to do um but maybe mm -hmm. some of the things that come up aren't as surprising so like one thing that i am jumping out of um that I'll be more specific 
about mm-hmm. this one, but, um, so, um, sure. you know, a long time hobby for me has been horseback riding. And mm-hmm. that is something that I have decided to, um, stop doing. Um, and so I was at the dentist yesterday. I got asked like, what are your hobbies? And I have this like deer <laughs> in the headlights, like <laughs> going to the dentist, hobbies, you know, like, <laughs> Like I have this panic, you know, because my, my normal answer was no longer available to me or the answer would have been very long, much longer than, you know, you need to share at the dentist. Um, Mm. you know, and so I did, I had this panic, but you know, I think like, even though, um, I had that panic, like I think earlier on in life, that panic, I think would have really thrown me because I think it would have been like, Oh my God, I had this panic and maybe it's not something I should do. And what, you know, like kind of send me into a spiral. I could see that happening in the past, but at this juncture, um, once I came up with some answer to her, I don't even know what I said. Like, (laughs) like I like said something, um, you know, that, that I was just, it was sort of humorous. Like it was like, Oh my gosh, like so much of my identity is really tied up in this hobby. And, Mm, and when I have removed it here was sort of my first experience of being like, I don't know what to say. And I think Mm. that people really run into that when it comes to their job, because they're very, very attached to identifying themselves through their work. And that's one of the first things people ask us, you know, is what we do. And when I changed careers, I mean, I hated that question. I was like, Oh my God, don't ask me that question. Like I would almost like dread it. Like I just be like, Oh, they're going to ask like what I do. And I don't even know if I know. (laughs) I don't know what I do. (laughs) I'm busy uh, throughout the day, but I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, you know, and that was not funny at that time and it was very stressful. And, but you know, this time it was, it was kind of humorous, um, very shortly after. Um, and it was just informative that it's like, okay, this is something that I have over the years grown very attached to, you know, people do pair me with horseback riding. Um, I think very, fluidly. And so when I say I'm not going to do that anymore, um, I think that's surprising to other people. And so now I'm, I know that I'm going to be in a position where I kind of have to manage other people's expectations as well. So that's not a surprise. So Mm -hmm. I think we just get better at it. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. That's, and that's a big life change for you as well for for everything with that decision. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, um, it definitely sort of messes with, like I said, the identity factor, um, which I think does attach us to what we do a lot of times, um, you know, more than I think we often talk about um, that we really are, you know, we spend so much time describing ourselves by what we do, whether that's professionally or not. Um and that's what people care about. But I think, I think it's because we sort of have this void of, of other ways to relate to people, um, especially early on in meeting people. Uh, you know, it's not appropriate to ask like certain depth of questions maybe um, really early on. So we ask like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you like to do? What do you do for fun? Like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And, and that's like our really safe space and we can kind of feel each other out from there. Um, but I think it keeps us really locked in when we get overly attached and maybe that's what 
this is about for me is just unattaching to that the expectation I think that I feel from other people that that's what I should be doing in my spare time. Ah, yes, 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 it's yes. <laughs> the yeah, managing other people's expectations, I think, is a big part or is something that comes up when we make big life changes. And then it becomes a transition point, too, of, hey, my circle of friends may also transition. People might fall away. New people might show up. Uh, my kinfolk are going to have questions and probably not comprehend it for a while. Uh, I'm just referencing other stuff, you know, going on in my life. Um, but to, to leave something, yeah, it does, it, does have, it does have a void, but then it's really cool how that void gets will get filled with something else equally valuable. And I also want to acknowledge like that's a, a huge thing to, to be letting go of and just recognize that like so much of our identities can become, I am a trail runner. I am a horseback rider. I am a petroleum engineer. I am a tour guide. When you let that yeah. go, it's, it's like more, I don't want to know that more possibilities, but that you see possibilities in a different way. Cause you know, even people ask me, what do I do? Well, how do I, you know, even for you, what do you do? How do I answer that question today? I managed right. not to fall off the face of the earth. That's an <laughs> <Right>. answer <laughs> today. I managed to hop in the lake. That's another answer, but there's so many things. And it's like, people are looking for, I want this box and great. You are a healer. Cool. You are a podcast host. Cool. Wait, these boxes can't connect on things. Brain, not computing. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I think that's that's largely why we ask those kinds of questions early on. Is that uh, despite I think our our best intentions, I think we really do want to make genuine connections most of the time. Um, but I think despite that desire, we are. I don't want to say, I was going to say lazy, but I'm going to change that to mm -hmm. that. I think we're rushing, you know, and it's just sort of like, yeah, I, I just want to know kind of like who you are right now. <laughs> like, so what do you do? Uh, and then you're yeah. like, you know, I, you know, whatever I work here and I do these yeah. hobbies and, you know, and then, and then people are yeah. kind of like, oh yeah, 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 I get it. Like you're kind of outdoorsy and okay, cool. Um, and then we can kind of move on. Um, you know, and, and I think we, we are, I mean, I think we do ask that and to some degree to, to just sort of at least do a quick like cursory categorization like okay we might have more in common let's keep talking or mm -hmm. I don't understand what you do at all <laughs> that's like totally not in my world and maybe we don't have a lot in common or we're just not yes. that similar or wow I really have no idea what you do but that's really fascinating um Mm -hmm. let's talk more or whatever the case may be. But I, I do think there is some initial pigeonholing and some initial stereotyping. And I think, you know, those are like really bad terms and we don't like those terms and we really, cause they're used really poorly, but I think it's helpful to sort of just acknowledge the extent that they do happen and that we do use them just to sort of navigate our world and to navigate our social lives. Um, that can be really complex. I mean, we meet like a lot of people in our lifetimes, um, you know, and a lot of them we're not going to get to know to these great depths. You know, we do kind of keep it at sort of a shallow 
level. And, you know, that's, that's okay. That's kind of reality. Um, but I think that sometimes these initial questions just help us do that. I think the problem is, is that we end up living sort of this shallow life instead of this deep one, because we don't want to disappoint or, you know, disrupt, you know, this sort of shallow persona that we're so used to giving off, you know, of being the trail runner and the horseback rider and the hiker and the biker and, you know, whatever. Um, Mm. You know, and we just don't want to disrupt that. So we end up staying in it, even if our heart's not in that anymore. Um, so that we don't need to create something new, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it, of how it's easier to navigate some things with that than to, to have the change. Or you end up, you're, you're right, you do end up like managing other people's expectations to a change or other people's expectations and projections. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, projections for, are good. Yes. Yeah, it, it's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just thinking like for me, from all the life changes that have happened uh, over the past decade, say, uh, the number of people that are like, I did this, you should be doing that. Why aren't you doing that? Here, I'll help you do that. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm cool with what's happening here. Uh, there are some challenges and there can be some frustrations. There can be some amazing times too. But that path that you took, it's okay that it's not for me. And please stop having an anxiety attack that <laughs> I'm not doing what you did. That would be awesome. Or I'll walk away. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, for I've observed sort of a couple of different reactions or maybe um, maybe reactions isn't because maybe the reactions kind of the same, but maybe the motivation behind the reaction. And I think Mm. like one is definitely what you're saying. Like, I think it's out of like worry, like for you, like, oh, my gosh, you need help. I can, I can help yes. you. Like, let me get, yes. give you a job. I can, I can like put you in contact with somebody or whatever, or, or just sort of a worry that's like way less productive. Like, Oh my God, what are you going to do? And it's like, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, really have been putting a lot of thought into that. Thanks. Um, Oh, I should do something. You know, that's a silly one. Um, <laughs> obviously that one rubs me the wrong way. What are you going to do? And I'm like, I, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. Um, you know, anyway, um, you know, but I think they're kind of out of fear, but, but out of a, a caring fear, you know, like I want you to be okay and I want you to be good and I'm not convinced you are. So I'm going to freak out. Um, mm, not very yes. productive, but I think well-intentioned. Um, I think that the other thing that I've noticed that I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, if I can, that they're, mm-hmm. they're approaching it this way, which is pretty much the same reaction. Like, Oh, what are you going to do? And uh, would you want to do this or out or the other, you know, but, but without the judgment of really like that, you're opening up possibilities for some people, you know, they're not on that path and they might not be on that path, but they might, but they're really curious about it, but they're maybe not quite open to that curiosity enough to say like, Oh, really tell me more, you know, and be really openly curious. So the questions mm-hmm. are the same, you know, the questions are still, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) And, you know, but, but the, the intention behind why they're asking it, I think is more the intention of, I would like to hear more, like I can break that rule. No one told me I could break that rule. Like here, this rule is being broken, you know? And so the reaction's still like, um, uh, no, but I think that there's an intrigue behind it. 
um, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, especially when you get that intrig- that intriguing part. Like, I know exactly what you mean when, like, wait, you don't have to do that. You can do something else. You can do that. It's it's right, like yeah, yeah. if so, someone asking you the same question, making the same thing comment like wow this person's curious this person wants to engage this person look for a deeper meaning and this person just wants a superficial you fit in this box right right i I do think that sometimes there's a little bit of um incredulousness possibly envy um you know so and i think like all of that's fair i mean if you're like really um taking a very alternative path through life i mean i think it's totally fair for people to be like wait what um you know, and then you're kind of like, watch me, uh, <laughs> watch me do it this way. And, and I think that's cool. Um, you know, I think there are some people, not some, there are pe- people, people, <laughs> people, um, often do things for the wrong reasons and they're quite invested in that. And I do think it's hard. I mean, I find this even myself, even though there's not a lot of things that I've passed up that I regret, I still sort of find when people are living a lifestyle closer to what I would like to live that I'm like, oh, that's great for them. You know, but there's this little, you know, it, you know, a jealousy or an envy kind of trickles in. And so I think that Mm -hmm. that comes in. I, I try to shift that to, um, that is evidence of possibility. Um, so instead of it being evidence of things I don't have, these people have these things and I don't have these things, um, as evidence to the possibility of me having them. See, everyone has these, the people get this all the time. People live this way all the time, successfully and happily. And, you know, with money, not in poverty and, you know, and all this stuff. (laughs) And I, and I can, therefore I can do it. And, and I find that's where I try to take that, that little bit of like nagging, like negativity of like, wait, you can't do that because I haven't done it (laughs) and I'd like to. So what are you doing doing it? Um, you know, that it's just like, yep, that's possible. That's possible. And it's more possible now than it was before. I do believe that like the more people do stuff, the easier it is for other people to do stuff. Um, you know, I think there is an inertia to energies in the universe. And so once the ball kind of gets rolling in a certain direction, it's more possible for the rest of us, um, not less. So, um, that's how I try to shift it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a great reference is yes. Take the, taking the context of, Oh, everyone's partnered, but me to like, this is evidence that it's going to happen. It's subtle, but changing that all those energetics and all those thoughts around it and it's like all of a sudden the universe goes oh okay cool look at well, what then happens it's exciting right i mean then yes. you're like oh my god so if we're, yeah if we're gonna stick with the partner example right then it then it's like okay like everybody everybody people find people every day people live happily together every day you know people partner up every day like this is like something that it like happens all the time and so there's absolutely no reason why one person you know should be you know excluded from something that is so ubiquitous and happens you know 
regularly and, and is beautiful and loving and synergistic and everything that you want it to be. Um, you know, and, and that's exciting because then you're kind of like, it's coming, it's wait, I'm waiting for it. It's here. It's like, you know, you can feel it. Um, whereas, you know, we're, it's so easy to go there. I mean, I don't want to like communicate that I do this perfectly. It's just something that's on my radar because it's so easy to go to, Oh, everyone, everyone's partnered, but me, everyone's married. Everyone has a kid, everyone, you know, whatever, everyone has a job. They like everyone, you know, what everyone's doing something this weekend or whatever the case may be. Um, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has more money, you know, um, and then that takes you out of that alignment. You know, now you are excluded from that energy. So you're not a part of this abundant, happy, expectant energy, um, knowing that everything's just going to come to you. Yes. Now, you know, it's not right. It's like, oh yeah, that's not for me. Yes. Yes. Having that, having that awareness to recognize it. And thank you for all the reminders. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's my post-it <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let it be evidence. It can happen. It can happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's great. I, I love hearing it and it, it really does. Like that's how it works. And it's so cool. What can happen when you make that switch, then all of a sudden all these opportunities show up. Yeah. I'm just basking in that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot. Something else. Oh, I had another question. Um, So life changes. Um, what's the, hmm, how, uh, there's a new space for the riding hobby. That's also yes. a great question. Yeah. What's, yeah. Yes. What might fill that um, in or how's that so process going? Well, I, most immediately, most immediately it's actually being filled in with yoga. Um, so, which is also a revisit. I mean, that's something I used to do a lot of, and then it really, um, I think I did none actually for a while. So, um, so that's sort of, um, that's the most immediate thing, um, as well as writing, um, you know, creative writing and art. Um, you know, I did some, you know, journeying, um, via memory and I was always an artist, um, as a young person and that's what I wanted to be. So when, you know, when you're like in kindergarten and they ask you what you want to be, which I don't approve of that question by the way, but that's a different thing. Um, Mm -hmm. but I always said I wanted to be an artist, you know, and everyone else says like basketball player and astronaut and whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and I always wanted to be an artist. So, and, and I always was, um, to some degree. And I think that I kind of, um, I've been able to sort of hold on to bits and pieces of that through most of my adult life. But I, I did see kind of a complete abandonment of most things that I would consider art, um, more recently. And so, uh, there's been sort of a, an increased interest in kind of going back to things that are artistic. Now, having said that, um, I believe there's art in most anything. Um, I think largely it's an attitude, um, that mm-hmm. you bring to what you're doing. And so I think that at some point writing was an art for me. Um, and you know, the, the decision to let that go, um, wasn't because I, 
I don't like horses. I, I don't anticipate the horses going anywhere. Um, it, but it was that I did not like riding them. Um, so, you know, I ended up needing to sort of face some things around my own belief system that have been growing. And part of what's been growing in my belief system is um, a fierce belief of autonomy. And that has been in direct opposition to um, requesting, quote unquote, um, a very yeah. large animal to do something that they would not want to do. Um, and yes. this journey has been helped along by my current equine partner. Um, <laughs> very clear in telling me that she doesn't want to do that. You know, she's not as into the game. Um, you know, she's a wild caught BLM Mustang. So, um, you know, she will play ball, but it's a little half-hearted. Um, and that's not as fun. Um, it's not as fun to be partnering with something that doesn't really, really want to partner in that way. Um, so my plan is that I think that the horses are going to move from a hobby into um, more of like a professional healing experience. And um, then my hobbies will be elsewhere. Um, so I think the horses will stay. Um, I'm just hoping to partner with them in a way that feels more voluntary on their part and um, less, um, I don't know, less of a power dynamic on mine, um, you know, and, mm -hmm. and so I think that they're, very powerful animals and they have a lot to offer us. And I think that they are um, in huge part how we have come to be where we are, which is a mess. And, and mm -hmm. I think they are yeah. also the answer or can be an answer of how we can get out of this mess. Um, you know, so if we can partner with them instead of um, for their, if we can partner with them for their spirit instead of for their, you know, brute body, um, I think they can continue us on this journey and get us where we need to go. Yes. Yes, definitely for that. There is such a great energy around horses, the heart feel, like just being around them. I personally find healing and it's something I've really missed over the past nonsense. And they also get, yeah, like to use for healing, use for growth, they give you that reflection. And what I was observing as you were talking was that like, to go from sort of that, that formal request, like turn left here, turn right here to like, here's an invitation to come in. However, you're just going to be a horse or, or, you know, are you the, no, I guess the horse is kind of working, but you really see the reflection for people. Like if you're terrified of something, then it's going to be a very different experience than being okay with something going into it. You know, whether it's the rabbit literally running right by me right now or whatever it is, like horses are such great partners for personal growth work and healing work because you don't get filters or, you know, what sometimes happens when I'm being small talked at. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's nice. Okay, cool. Uh, you're getting the full expression. Like this horse is picking up something and is expressing it with their body right now. Um, you get all those subtle and nonverbal communication aspects 
that come in, which I think are really cool. They can be a lot for people who aren't familiar with them. And yeah, to, to work with the horse for the spirit and help to guide all of us forward is a huge aspect of, of moving forward. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, and I think if I just sort of use like my own, you know, microcosm of a life as an example, um, I think like initially I learned a lot from horses, obviously. I mean, in, in, in a similar way that I think a lot of kids, I started riding as a kid, so um, that a lot of kids learn a lot of things from whatever it is they're doing, right? Like just... Mm-hmm learning, right. Being coachable, um, persevering, being resilient, um, being responsible practice, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, and I, and I think that I learned all that. And then I think there was another layer, um, that I got as an adult, um, you know, that was very synergistic. Um, what is that a word? Synergistic. Am I saying that right? Synergistic. Synergistic. We're making up words all the time. Go for it. I was trying to add another syllable in there and it it didn't seem to be working. Synergistic. Yeah. Um, Synergy. There we go. Um, But it was still within writing. It was still within that activity um, that Mm -hmm. I could really kind of soften it and we could get to this really cool place of really nonverbal communication, invisible communication. And I had the right equine partner to do that. Um, But my new equine partner has a little bit different agenda for humans and Mm -hmm. it does not involve writing (laughs) with a lot of synergy (laughs) that's not her thing um and i don't think that's what she's here to do and i don't think i think that she does have a purpose and she knows what it is and i feel compelled to try to help her complete it um being that she only has so much so much means to navigate in a human world um Uh you know that that sort of has now kind of fallen to me of how do you want to contribute whereas like my last equine partner i think she was making me me so i could do this next part um and so now here's the next part so i've had this growth and i've had these understandings and i have this way of relating with the world and with things that are more powerful than i am and bigger than i am and have their own ideas and and this is how i do it without overpowering um you know and i've and i've learned all that and my initial thought with my current horse is that I want to, I don't want to use the word save. They don't need saving, but they're in trouble. So the BLM Mustang is a hot topic right now in the U.S. So, um, and what to do with them and if they're ruining the range or this, that, or the other. And so, you know, the truth is, is that I, we're going to be pulling them off the range, whether, you know, you believe that's the right thing to do or not is sort of, I think, beside the point um, because it's going to happen. And so what do we do? And my first thought when I first got this horse was I'm going to make her amazing. We already see the problem with this, right? my language there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so we yeah. know that this is going um it's not ending well um <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna make her amazing and my thought was just to really like that this horse could be this ambassador for 
BLM Mustangs. Like, don't you all yeah. want to go adopt one? Because amazing mm-hmm. right here, right? Like the embodiment of amazing. That was my goal. Uh, emphasis on my goal because it sure wasn't hers. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, a few years in, because I'm nothing but stubborn, I guess, um, <laughs> I finally figured out that really wasn't going to work. Um, and I really only figured this out somewhat recently that it was like, oh my gosh, like she, she does not want to do this. Like she doesn't, but, but it was combined with, because I think I knew for a while she didn't want to do it but this was now combined with the knowing that she does know what she wants to do. And it's not that she doesn't want to be here at all. This horse, I promise you can get out of my fence if she wanted to, it's in bad shape. It's lo- it's really yes. low. Um, yes, she could leave. Yeah. And she does not leave. Um, and so that she wants to be here and that she does have her purpose and she knows what it is and she has her agenda and she knows what it is. And I just need to figure out my part. Um, And my part was an idea that I had years ago before I met her anyway. And so this wasn't like a totally out of left field thing. This was evidence of what I said earlier. You can either do what you're supposed to do the first time or Mm -hmm. the universe will force it upon you later. Mm -hmm. One way or another, you're going to do what you're supposed to do. And so this is kind of one of those things that I was like, yes, I'm going to do this, this business and this work um, of you know, using horses for growth and healing and transformation and this, that, and the other. And then I never did that. And then, you know, the universe said, um, you're not going to be riding. <laughs> so figure something mm. else out because that's not what you're doing. And you didn't have the horse for that. And, um, but you know, truth be told, I had other horses here. I was, I was riding, um, and it something for me, um, because I just didn't, um, I just didn't want to get on a horse and tell it what to do all the time. I, that just lost its appeal. I can see why it's appealing to a lot of people and I can see why it was appealing to myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, it, it just lost, it lost something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and kudos to you for going with that feeling of, you know, this was the plan, like letting go of the plan and going with the flow who, yeah, that's not a transition I would have wagered knowing you, but it's super cool that to me that you're going with that flow now and what's that going to unfold? Yeah. I mean, I think like the thing with these transitions is that most of the time I think that people give me more credit than I give myself. (laughs) Like people are like, wow, you just did this. And I was like, see, you think I just did it, but really it was like really hard. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, it felt like I was moving through mud most of the time, you know, like, like when we think of flow, it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I just sort of flew over here and did this thing and with like ease and harmony and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, but actually what it looked like was like the schlog, you know, over <laughs> to this thing that I knew I should do that I, wanted to do, but didn't want to do because it was scary and, you know, and all these competing emotions. So I think like, it's kind of interesting because I, I, I think for some things it's kind of like, like, I don't feel like I deserve all that credit, you know, mm-hmm. and other, and other people will give it to me. And for the horse thing, I actually sort of feel like it's the opposite. Like, I feel like for some people, it seems like a bigger transition than it is for me. Um, and maybe that's just because I've <laughs> obviously been present for all of the little steps 
on, on the way, um, you know, yeah. that, um, you know, that this really does seem like a very natural step to sort of put that component of courses away or aside. And I don't know, I mean, I'm not like necessarily here to say like, I'm never going to sit on a horse ever again. Um, you know, cause that very well may happen. It might be my, like my career. I don't know. Um, but, um, you know, I think for me, it feels like a more logical step and it feels less big, um, since they're not leaving my life entirely. Um, you know, I think it doesn't feel horribly huge, um, or that hard. Um, you know, so I don't know, I don't know why it's a little different. Um, I don't know, like if it's just that kind of experience piece of like, now I kind of know what to expect from, myself and others, like my freak out moment of not having any hobbies all of a sudden. Um, and you know, or, um, if it actually is different, but it feels a little different to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it did. Yeah. It's a new way of being as it were. And there's that like adjustment period to, okay, this is just different. It'll, it'll become familiar again soon. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's, there's, I think so often, and I feel very guilty of this. I don't know if you would find me guilty as this, of this from the outside, but I feel very guilty Mm -hmm. of this of kind of like, okay, so I'm doing all this growth and I'm, I'm like, you know, these ideas are changing and I'm noticing this stuff and you know, whatever. And I don't want to change my life. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, then, then the next step is like, okay, so how, how is life actually different? And then sort of this, like, um, no, I'm just going to think my thoughts now and (laughs) they're great thoughts. I'm not going to live by them though. Come on. You know, um, you know, and I think like, that's something like, you know, I, I, I aspire not to be hypocritical and, um, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, I think, uh, that's, it's just, we need to take action on things. And so when I need a reminder of what that looks like, uh, I look to you because I think you are very consistent most of the time with aligning your belief system with what your life actually looks like. And, um, and you do that so fiercely, I mean that in a good way. And, um, you know, I mean, and sometimes I'm like, oh, really? Like, that seems really intense, <laughs> you know? And then here you yes. are, like, nope, not compromising. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Sounds great, well, I guess. You. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I know that's really, really hard. And I know that that that, that it is entirely possible, because I spend a lot of time fighting myself on this, to sit there and have these great ideas and to have these great philosophies and to not put them into your life. Um, and so I'm very grateful for good examples. And then I'm also grateful for this horse that is, I don't think going to let me do otherwise. I just don't think I'm more stubborn than her. (laughs) She's more stubborn (laughs) than me. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's, yes. Thank thank you for that comment. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and, and also, yeah, thank, thank you to, uh, that specific horse. Cause that's really cool that you're open to that shift and transition in life, but from the, the perspective of like, how can we work together to do what we're going to do? Right. And, and that, yeah, that also deserves like recognition and, and salutation. 
celebration. That's the right word. Celebration. Uh, yeah, for, for taking those steps because it, it can be, you know, easy to give up a value or something or, or make company. It, it can be challenging to, to stay a lot. It is challenging to stay aligned with what's important to you, but things always seem, things always work out doing it, but it, it can be rough going through the process, you know? And yeah. 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 And it's really nice. Um, you know, so I had, I had a really good gift, um, just in case I wasn't really sure if I was on the right track. Um, and Mm -hmm. that is that to stick with my, my horses for just another second here, but, uh, (laughs) and that is that, um, you know, so I made this decision officially, you know, it it was kind of like, okay, I'm really done. Like I'm done with this sort of, I should ride today and I'm not going to ride today. And, um, hemming and hawing and whatever. Um, and so I made this official decision that I just wasn't going to do it. It really was off the table. And, um, my horse total transformation from kind of standoffish unless, Mm -hmm. you know, there's food, um, you know, but sort of, she really is very friendly. She's not really standoffish as a personality, but, um, you know, but just sort of like, ah, okay, you're here, Eh, you know, um, fine, I guess, like, we'll kind of do this, just sort of this, like, there's this tension, um, Mm -hmm. and I felt it, you know, she felt it, and, you know, as soon as I made that decision, I mean, I kid you not, horse will come running from the other end of the field, full-on gallop to me, like a dog, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I go out there, I mean, when, when we put that to wow, wasn't something that we were going to try to do. It just cleared all of the space between us to have different things happen. And she's so willing. I mean, like she's incredibly present and really wants to communicate and to, you know, be in my presence. And, um, and, and I end up like more important than, you know, like grass, which is a big deal. Yeah. 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 That's huge from an energy shift as well as the, she's a wild horse that was, her first experience with humans was very traumatic to have that kind of shift. They, that's profound. Yeah. I mean, it really has been quite, quite cool. And so, you know, I really wasn't sure. Um, even though I was sure, I wasn't sure. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was something I had to do, but I wasn't sure if it was the right choice for some reason. Yes. Um, yes. And so, um, I think, you know, she was very clear in telling me like that this absolutely is the right choice, you know, like now all of these things can happen and now, and I can like, I can hear her so easily, you know, I mean, she's just sitting here, just, just telling me stuff and, and it's cool stuff. It's really wise stuff and she has a lot to offer and it's stuff that I couldn't get when I'm sitting here, you know, worried about like, Oh, are we going to be able to ride today? Can you pick up your feet? Are you going to stand? No, you're not standing. Okay. You're spooking mm-hmm. You're, you know, whatever. Um, and you know, there was just no, there was no space. There was no head space, um, you know, for these kinds of things to develop. And when we just put all of that aside of like, this is not a thing, this is not what we're going to do. And this is not what, how we're going to relate to each other. I mean, the horse, is chatty 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 very chatty yeah that's beautiful 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's only been waiting a few years to tell me stuff, oh, so I'm sure she's ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. And like, yeah, that when you're trying, I was like, there's no space when you're trying to force it and you stop forcing it and then pow, that changes. Yeah. 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 So Gosh. it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. And I think it, um, it brings a few things together, you know, that I think I would like to come together and I might not have thought they'd come together in this way, but um, you know, so um, it's, it's cool. Um, and I guess to kind of bring it around to the flow state, um, yeah. because I, I forget this too, because it's like, you know, you kind of make a big leap and then you kind of get comfortable again, you know, and then you're like, I don't know if I could make like another one. <laughs> You know, like, it's like, well, you've done it before, you know, um, that, that, I mean, I, I really, I think they've always been worth taking. I don't know if that's your experience, but I feel like yeah. when I look back, I'm like, it was always worth the leap, you know, like, yeah. I've never regretted yes. one really. Yes. I agree with that fully. It, there have been challenges, but to even think of the first example that popped into my head, I'm not that person anymore. Right. And yeah, it, it, it definitely like there, there are, it, it is, it is a ride. There is growth either way, but to take that leap and then it's okay. I think, yeah, it's always worth it. How, and yeah, they, there's a song by Garth Brooks. How are you ever going to know? How would you ever know unless you try it? Right. Yeah. Gosh. Wow. That is that is exciting. I'm really excited for you and I'm really grateful that all this amazing, this whole conversation has been exhilarating and I'm just excited for, yeah, what the possibilities are for you in the future. And the Me too. The I'm also excited to be excited and that's ah, awesome. Yes. Cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And, uh, I just looked at my little clock here and uh, funny that we talked about horses. As I know, there are probably horses waiting for their food at the moment. Yeah, I believe that some are going to be unhappy because uh, I'm a little bit late. Um. <laughs> it, it is not X30 on the dot. Uh, it is not X30 on the dot. <laughs> and, and another one will be very happy that you're just walking out there. Uh, yes, it seems so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what, what the contrast you've got just with right. two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is beautiful. Wow. Well, as always, thank you very much for your time and energy. It's great to hear your voice. And I'm excited for you for what's going to happen. And I'm also excited to hear about how things go and elevate and uplift and what new experiences come in. I, absolutely. I, I definitely um, enjoyed being back. Happy to be on any time. And um, thank you for being one of the people who I don't feel like I need to manage your expectations. So I appreciate Thanks. that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Makes you very safe, right? Um, yeah. yeah and I appreciate sure. that. Um, and yeah, it's been fun. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening and everyone out there. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hope you get outside because we're both going to be outside shortly. <laughs> All right. Take All care, right, my bye. friend. Bye. bye. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these and I do hope you get a lot out of them. 
As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.